Welcome to Meaningful Desire. This episode is the audio of a live Zoom workshop I did for the Worldwide Festival of Erotic Living on the topic of orgasmic meditation, a practice for master chef orgasm. So I talk about how I came to OM some principles and philosophy behind the practice. And there was also a point where I showed the demonstration of the practice. Enjoy. Everyone, today's session on orgasmic meditation for the Worldwide Festival of Erotic Living. So to start with, I'll just check in. So my name is Oliver Damien. I'm in Sydney, Australia. It's 7 p.m. here, and right now, I'm feeling this uh, electricity in my chest, warmth in my cheeks, and a bit of tingling in my scalp. So I invite everyone to check in via the chat at the bottom of your Zoom screen. Just say your name, where you're from, where you are right now, what time is it there, and how you're feeling. Yeah, I invite you to do that now. And while everyone's doing that, I'd just like to have two pieces of housekeeping. First piece is CC Barker is the technical host for our for this session. And she's the one you will contact in case you drop off. Would you like to say hello, CC? Hi guys. Um I put my number in the chat there. Um, and I can bring you back in if that happens. Awesome. Oh, Australia, a bit full from dinner. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so that's housekeeping number one. Number two is use the chat button. So in the first part of this workshop, I'll be talking. And if questions come up, just write it in the chat. And towards the end, I'll look through them and I'll answer them. I'll answer things that feel relevant to answer at that time. So I invite you to do that at any time I'm talking. Awesome, so, so to begin, I would like to say that my intention for this session is to show you a practice, the orgasmic meditation practice, which if you so choose, you could use to rebuild orgasm from the ground up. You know, rebuild it in the same manner that around the world right now, there's a move from fast food to whole foods, slow foods. There's a movement from inject, there's an injection of mindfulness and yoga into fitness. So my hope is that uh, similarly, we can do this with orgasm. You know, I really believe that sex is the most, the sexual force is the most potent force on earth right now. And it's something we could use for personal and collective growth. Yeah, but the thing with sex is it's so potent, you know? It's, it's, it can fuck shit up. <laughs> and what I've found with, with uh, this practice of orgasmic meditation is that if I approach this potent force in the context of, the, of a practice, you know, I could harness it. I could use it in a way that's not destructive. So I will be 
showing you a demonstration of the practice with uh, my, one of my regular partners here in, in Sydney, one of my regular orgasmic meditation, or OM for short, practice. And, you know, um, before I found OM, let me just share you my screen. Before I found OM, this is uh, how my um, orgasm looked like. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like there's a baseline, baseline of homeostasis, and then I, I feel something, I build it up, build it up, build it up, build it up, energy, and then I re reach a crescendo, and boom, I spent all the energy, and I'm back to the baseline. So in a way, that was also like my life, you know, that's how I lived my life. Um, you know, I grew up in the Philippines, do well in a Catholic school so I can get into good university, get a great job, migrate to Australia for a better life. And then and I came to Australia, really work hard to find work. And then I found this job in this bank. And so I was doing clerical work, but all my Vietnamese relatives were saying, oh, you're so lucky you didn't have to do cleaning or factory work. You found a desk job, that's amazing. I said, wow, is this the epitome of my existence? Anyways, I just persisted, continued this linear path of building up. Moved from Adelaide to Melbourne to Sydney. And in Sydney, I ended up working in a law firm as a paralegal doing mortgages. And then as I saw the lawyers and said, the only difference between me and them is that they have that piece of paper on the wall. So I studied law became a lawyer and then oh, you're too old, you, might, you won't get into good firms. But I did get into one of the most prestigious firms in Sydney. Fast forward to 2014, I was, yeah, I made it. I followed what society wanted me to do. I ticked all the boxes and I'm sitting in my apartment in Surrey Hills, in my new furniture. In fact, I felt this emptiness inside me, you know. It's like a, a hole, you know, there's like a hunger that no matter what I buy, no matter what I do, it's, it's just there. And, and at that time, I was also meditating. And, and the more I meditated, this is like third eye meditation, the more I floated up. And then the more I felt, oh, I'm this pure spirit, all this bodily things, all this sex, I'll leave it behind. But as I was doing that, it was coming out of my neck. You know, people were feeling it like, <laughs> like this, this creepy energy, this needy energy. You know, it was too much because I wasn't paying, putting attention to my sexuality. I was trying to live this world and feeling so lonely. So in 2014, I said, fuck, if I follow this thread, I know it's going to be like at the end of my life. I'll just go, what the fuck did I do with my life? So I made the brave move. I quit my job, sold everything, went to London to see if I could start a new life. And I was staying in my ex-lover's house and I was in her couch. And then one night she came home, guess what I did today? What? Well, we were in this room and my boyfriend stroked my clitoris for 15 minutes. With, and there were a hundred other people there. I said, what? No, you didn't do that. <laughs> What are you talking about? No, 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 it's real. It happened. It's called orgasmic meditation and it was a good experience. No, surely these things don't happen. But then 
I couldn't get it out of my head. So, so I researched, I looked up, what is this thing? What is this orgasmic meditation? And I got so curious that I watched all the videos. I found Nicole Taydon, the founder. I read her book. And then I finally said, oh, I'm going to meet these people. So I was in London. I met the people who were running the community there. And I met them, you know. They're like people like me, like us. But they had something. There was a, like an aliveness in them. So I said, I want that, I want that. So they told me, oh, he just missed it. The founder was here in London teaching people how to own. You know, you can learn from the founder. He just missed her. But she'll be in Paris this weekend. <laughs> so I just dropped everything, went to Paris and learned to own. And I've never stopped owning. And here I am now sharing you, sharing, wanting to share to you this experience. So now, my orgasm is now more like this. It's more layered, it's more unpredictable. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's like, a, I, I call this movement, like um, this previous one was like a meat and potatoes orgasm. It's nothing wrong with meat and potatoes. But this is more like master chef now. I'm, I'm feeling more of a master chef orgasm. There's a lot of layers. It can turn in a dime. And yeah, I'm living a completely different life. So in a second, I'm gonna show you the actual practice. I filmed this video earlier with my own, own partner here in Sydney. And when you see that, I just want you to know that this is just the first step. This is just a taste. Um, you'll be seeing practitioners like me and her. We've been doing this for a long time. So, so it's not, you don't have to get everything today, you know? You don't need to be an expert after you've seen the video. This is the first step. And it's more like you're watching, you know, all those musicians <laughs> who are expert in, in the violin and in, in playing instruments. You, you, you'll see us do that. But then down the track in your path to orgasm, we'll break it down. We'll, have, we'll show you the scales, but that's later. Right now, just feel your body, feel what's there. And yeah, and just feel, 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 feel what's alive for you as, as you watch the demonstration. How's everybody going? Just to check in. Good, all good? Awesome, awesome, cool. Yeah, so before I show you the, the practice, I just give you some framework so that when you watch us do it, you know, you kind of get why we're doing it. So, so how many of you are, have heard of flow states? Yeah, like Chicksen Mihal and, you know, Stealing Fire with, with Jamie Wheel. And it's like, it's a state you get into where you're in the zone. And once you're in the zone, you know, things happen. But to get into the zone, there are like triggers, you know, trigger the flow state. So in the same manner, the orgasm we're talking about, this master chef orgasm, are triggered by some flow states. So there's five of them. And I'll just lay down quickly and just put a pin on it. Just have it at the back of your head, of your mind, feel it in your body, and then you watch the demo and then we'll talk about it at the end. 
So the first trigger of this master chef orgasm is personal power. So in the production world of the linear orgasm, I just told you, this is like commerce, you know, we live in such a capitalistic society. Oh, am I doing enough for her? Is she doing enough for me? It's like we're walking around with uh, a ledger. Like if I buy her dinner, maybe we'll kiss. If I, you know, if I go down on her, maybe she'll suck my, you know, this commerce. But that's not the way what we're trying to do with Omis. With Omis, you come in there with the desire, with the full desire. If I stroke someone's clitoris, it's because I want to stroke her clitoris. When she wants to be stroked, it's because she wants to be stroked. There's no exchange. In fact, one of the key tenets of Om is no commerce. That's the first trigger. The next trigger is safety, you know? Two thirds of our brain is the limbic system. Like I'm talking to you now, if something happens in the kitchen, I'll know about it because a part of my brain is watching what's going on in my environment. And if I don't feel safe, if my partner don't feel safe, we're not gonna orgasm. We're not gonna get there or the orgasm will be theoretical. And so in, in, in the production oriented world, people try to achieve safety by control. I'm gonna control the situation. I'm gonna withhold sex if you don't do predictable things. But with um, it's not about control. We have protocols, we have the container. And Nikki and I will talk more about this when I play the video. So that's number two. Number three is variety, you know, we're mammals, you know, when you see the animals, you know, we, the animals always roam the environment, smell things, taste things. We crave variety. And I'll talk about this, just pin this for now. I'll be talking about this when I play the video. The third thing is connection, you know. We all crave connection. I, I think partly that's why we're here. And in my former life, in my meat and potatoes orgasm, I tried to achieve connection by compliance. I just went with what people wanted. You know, part of my conditioning growing up as Catholic, is just, just do the thing, just be good. I just complied, complied. And I thought by, be, by complying to the other people's wish, wishes, they'll love me. But Om is not like that. It's more about feeling, it's expressing. This is what I want, this is how I feel. And then it's up to the other person to take that. So with all we're moving away from compliance to get love towards more feeling. What is it in me? So when you watch the demo, feel what's happening in you. There's no right way of watching it. Feel what's happening in your body as you watch it. So lastly is extension. So we have safety. That's one end of it. But if we just stay in safety, you know, it gets dry, it's my experience. There's a, something in us that wants to extend, to evolve, you know, we're evolving creatures. It's evolution of biology. We need to, this, this, this thing in us that wants to venture into new territory, expand the boundaries. And in the production oriented world, this is achieved by competition. So when I was in that law firm, you know, the, the summer clerks would compete against each other so that they could they suck up to the senior lawyers. And the senior lawyers are sucking up to the partners. It's, it's, it's competition, you know, the billable hours. Please, the client, and then, you, you know, it, it gets things done, you know, it's, it's, it's good. 
but it it hits a limit which i hit because it's coming from the outside in the home world it's less about competition it's more about mastery and that's a bit like when you watch you know people who are good dancers it's almost like effortless but that effortless came a lot a lot of practice so it's practicing daily 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 until yeah this mass it never ends it's like an infinite game this master it never gets boring because there's always something more to feel as i feel as i stroke her clitoris it's always something more to to ride the orgasm that we each share when i do the practice yeah so those are the five um triggers of orgasm and yeah if you have questions just put them put them in the chat and we'll address them later and now um just take a breath and now we're gonna watch a demo of the practice and before you watch the demo nikki and i talk a bit so you get to know more about her so it's also it's, it's good to know to feel people before you do practices so yeah so just get ready and feel feel it in your body and towards the end we'll, we'll put you out in breakout rooms so you could share with each other what you felt during when you were watching the demo and if something comes up while watching the demo just put it in the chat as well okay ready everyone cool here we go hi i'm oliver damien and this is nikki and we're here to show you uh orgasmic meditation but before we do that we'd just like to tell you how we ourselves discovered this wonderful and valuable practice would you like to start i will hello um i started to arm in 2015 was it 2015 yeah 2015 and uh i have always been interested in sexuality and it's something that I enjoyed a lot and the other day we were talking about it and mm -hmm. we both recognized that we enjoy sex so much and that our desire to be really great at sex uh, and enjoy sex even more was what led us both to OM and for me it was really about wanting to explore and understand my orgasm better and to like connect with a deeper level of intimacy with others i recognized that <clears throat> i wasn't sure how to get there but i had this feeling that i would have to go deeper into understanding myself before i could have the kind of deep connected intimacy that i really desired to have with others and i remember one day i was researching i was reading everything for so for a couple of years uh towards the end of my marriage uh, our sexuality wasn't working that well in my marriage and I was trying to rescue our relationship and our connection so I was doing like a lot of research and I stumbled upon orgasmic meditation which at that point wasn't in Australia it was only in America so I was watching like all the YouTubes I could find doing all the I called them in America and I was like hey how do I do this they were like come to America and I was like yeah I don't even know what this thing is I'm not going to America and then um, 
maybe three or six months later they contacted me and said hey here's some people in Australia who are doing it so I went along to a training and like since that day actually I haven't stopped oming since I learned because for me the practice connected me to a different frequency a different tone of orgasmic energy that really showed me the truth mm. and I began to see that there was more potential energy to access in my nervous system and in my experience than I had previously recognized um, before learning all my really um, experienced orgasm as quite a linear thing mm. uh, a an, a sexual activity that you engage in to kind of get somewhere or to feel or experience the kind of build up to climax and then kind of a wanting more and more of that or different versions of that or better versions of that um, but what Om really taught me was the range and scope of energy and capacity that is available before, beyond, after, in between mm -hmm climax not about climax really although there's nothing wrong with climax yeah. it's great <laughs> um, so yeah that's oh I mean I could speak forever on this mm -hmm. but if there, did you have any questions you wanted to ask me is there any kind of thing that I like didn't say or that you feel called to bring forward yeah I'm getting to ask you maybe how does this so uh, mm. it, it helps you with sexuality, ah. orgasm, mm -hmm. but does it also bleed out to the rest oh of your God. life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. I would say it is one of the two most, there are two things in my life that have transformed me beyond recognition, like I am literally not the person that I used to be times like a thousand, <laughs> um, and one of those is definitely orgasmic meditation mm. and the well, the sensitivity that it helped me to develop, like mm. to be in connection to the subtle nuances of energy in my body and the way that that uh, influences and then I can respond to and be connected to those energies outside of me. I'm not exactly sure how to explain this, mm. but something about my energetic frequency, my being mm. expanded, shifted, opened and the... Um, Receptivity, I think, that I've learned from the practice has me feel so much more connected to people that I love, humans in my world, uh, my intuition. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? I feel more aware of my physical sensations and in my experience, my physical sensations are the core data mm -hmm. in my being, which has me understand my emotions and thoughts much more deeply because I can feel where they come from in my body mm. um, and to me it's brought me a lot of like love and clarity in my relating in mm. my business with my friends with my family I have a better relationship mm. with everyone I'm connected to in my life and that has been mm. a huge transformation for me. Mm. awesome yeah I could feel mm. that and if I have your permission to share sure. like because we've been Oming regularly since 2015 mm -hmm. when, when I came back to Australia after learning to Om in Paris and London and yeah and I could attest I've mm. seen 
because I'm, I'm the stroker, she's the strokey in our relationship, and I've seen us, both of us, mm. change. <laughs> and and the thing with Om, it's even if we Om like every day or every other day or once every a week. Every Om is different. Yeah, even if we Om one Om and the second time, it's different. But having said that, while each Om is different, it's like a general trajectory. And yeah, I remember there was a point in time where you're feeling quite sensitive and mm -hmm. you want lighter strokes mm -hmm. and it's like mm -hmm. and I, as a stroker I have to hear that and really mm. be gentle and then after a while oh it's a different thing I want, mm -hmm. you want the meaty down strokes and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. heavier and as a person as the stroker mm. it helped me expand mm. my capacity to receive you mm. as a person another mm -hmm. person mm -hmm that other mm. and it and it also bleeds out to our relationship mm. as friends and mm. like you've seen me when I'm at my worst I've seen at the worst and at our best and yeah. and I think it's just beautiful it's a practice that I have this sincere desire that people will really get it that it's mm. oh you know yeah. there is something that I want to share here that mm. you the thing I think you're pointing to there mm. is speaking to range. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what I love about the containment of OM, in that it's a very specifically oriented practice, a goalless practice, but it has a very tight container and form. You do it the exactly same way every single time, exactly the same way. Follow the exactly same processes. And so, what astounded me about that is when I first heard that, I thought, well, that's quite prescribed. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned is that inside of that structure, I've never felt so free. Mm -hmm. And there's something about having the only variable being the sort of sensory experience. Mm -hmm. Everything else is contained in form. And so seeing and witnessing how much range can be experienced within such a confined space, if you will, really taught me a lot about the limits and conditions that we put on ourselves mm. as humans. And <clears throat> it had me learn that we do that so that we feel safe. Mm. Um, and yet what it is to be liberated energetically within a defined intentional container is so different than having like unconscious or conditional or societal containment or limits or conditions in the system. And I really found with OM it showed me <clears throat> every single place that my own conditions were like limiting my energy. Um, and it, it gave me the opportunity to actually feel what liberated energy is inside of that containment in mm. a really specific way that I've never experienced in any other sexuality practice actually yeah it's when you were saying that what came to me was um, I'm, I'm quite deep into reading metaphysics at the moment and there's this uh, meta philosopher Forrest Landry he talks about every freedom comes with a limitation mm -hmm. every li limitation comes with a freedom mm -hmm. so the limitation of the container of arms brings its freedom mm -hmm. like 
this is one of the practices where there's no music, yeah. there's no incense, no extra, nothing. you don't need to be staged, you know, there's no, there's no conditions yeah. other than what's but, specified in the container. Mm -hmm. But that clarity mm -hmm. in the structure mm -hmm. within that, mm -hmm. oh, I've seen Anything's anything, every emotion, <laughs> every feeling, every mm -hmm. vision every, within that container, True. it's amazing. Mm -hmm. and Second thing is, you know, we, we all crave variety, mm -hmm. you know, we're mammals, mm -hmm. animals like to see different. <laughs> and there's two ways of doing that. Either you want the conditions to change, oh, I see Miss Boring, I'll go to London or yeah. Copenhagen. I want to change the environment. That's one way. Mm. Or the other way is change the attention. Mm. I could be in the same room, looking at the same thing, but if my awareness, my attention is sophisticated, mm. I could be looking at this, and every time I look at this, I see something new. There could be variety, mm. even if I'm in the same mm. environment. So, yeah, these are just... I like the options and mm. choice afforded mm. by this practice. Mm. Thank you. Touch your thighs now. Thank you. I noticed that on the outer right hand side of the pussy, mm -hmm. there are two folds that cross each other and they form like an S shape. Thank you. I'm gonna touch your pussy now. Thank you.
Like a longer stroke. Two minutes to go. Thank you.
That's time. Thank you. There's a moment that felt like um, hot pulses in my spine and at the edge of the pulse it would kind of like melt out sideways along the floor. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. There's a moment in the practice I felt <coughs> like electricity coming up mm -hmm. from the back of my s the spine in my neck mm -hmm. up to my scalp and dissipating mm -hmm. outwards. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Just uh, take a moment to um, get back into yourselves. And in a moment, CC will be putting you into breakout rooms. 
So when you come to the breakout room, I invite you to do what we, Nick and I did at the end of our arm, is to give a frame. So it's a frame, it's a singular moment in time where you felt something. So you could give a frame like when I was watching them, um, I felt this heat in my temples or this itchiness in my neck or, so just do that to start off with. And then also talk about how, what do you think of the practice and how do you feel it relates to the five triggers of master chef orgasm? And yeah, CC will put, put you in the rooms and just say yes if you want to. If not, uh, you, you, you're welcome to stay with me in the main hall, but I highly encourage you to, to discuss with other people your experience, to share your experience. And I'll see you later after the breakouts.